0: Welcome to I Can Relate, the podcast where we talk about relationships from God's perspective. I am your host, Chosen King Willie, and on today's episode, we'll be doing part two of our three-part uh, three series on the presence of God. This is point three, but it'll be a three-part series. On the first part, we got into the presence, what the word presence means. We defined it. We went over some key scriptures. We talked about how you enter the court through praise and thanksgiving. And that's one way that you enter the presence. Today we'll be talking about point two, which is how we enter through prayer. Amen? So we're talking about entering with praise. And the last one, but not least, one will be the word, how we uh, enter the presence of God through the word. And that'll be on next week. Or in this week coming up I should say Uh, It'll be this Saturday actually So we're on point two Praise God and uh, before we start I just want to take a moment to thank you guys again For all the love and support For the podcast for I Can Relate uh, For all the encouragement To keep doing uh, My podcast to keep going with it I thank you each and every last one of you You've been very influential in helping me Continue on with what God has told me to do And I appreciate every last one of you sincerely from the heart and while I'm thinking about it Lord I just thank you for everyone who's encouraged me every word of encouragement every keep going every good job every that a boy every word that was given from the heart Lord I ask you to bless them multiply their seeds of encouragement and overflow them in encouragement and whatever they may need Lord I actually sp- spill out on them now in the name of Jesus because in a, in a whether they seen the need or not they still poured into me Lord and they saw a need when I didn't even speak the need. So I thank you, Lord God. I give you all honor, glory, and praise for it in the name of Jesus. And I know that you will do exceedingly, abundantly, above all I ask or think, by your Son, Jesus Christ, in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. <clears throat> okay. Um. So before we start, I just wanted to take an- another moment to say, also, um, you guys, I said this on the last podcast, and I'll keep saying it as long as I... Uh, as I can, and as long as I have breath in my lungs, that I want you guys to go to YouTube, get on YouTube, put in the search bar, Trumpet Call Broadcast, and go subscribe to Trumpet Call Broadcast, so you'll be notified when we release new content, new videos, and we release every Friday uh, at around about 8 o'clock, we go live, so you'll be able to get it, as we go on live, you'll be able to log on to, uh, you'll get a notification to tell you that we're live and you'll be able to watch it as we're streaming live, amen? And the, the reason why I want you guys to go to Trumpet Call Broadcast and subscribe and help us reach our 100 uh, member mark is because without Trumpet Call Broadcast and Terrence Shivers Ministries, with Trumpet Call Broadcast is the entity of Terrence Shivers Ministries, there would be no I can relate. Like I said in the last one, I Can Relate came from a sermon that my, my uh, pastor taught, and after the sermon, I went back and looked up the points and decided to turn the sermon that he taught so eloquently into a teaching series where people can get the same teach, level of teaching by just listening to the podcast. Those that didn't tune in can hear it from him, and then can hear it from me, and whatever um, and you may have felt like you didn't get you can get there won't be no 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 missing because we'll cover everything and the Holy Spirit is like that he'll cover it all so um I just want to thank you guys for doing that as well I thank you guys for supporting Trump call ministry trumpet call broadcast a ministry outreach that's very important to me that's my our outreach and it's very important to me it has uh, provided vital things for my life and has helped shape the man of God I'm becoming and um, I'm becoming and am becoming. So I just want you guys to take some time out and do that when you get a minute. All right, now that we've handled the business side of it, let's get down to prayer and get ready to enter this study today. Amen, Father God, I thank you. There's none like you in all the heavens of the earth. No one could have done what you've done for us. You sent your son Jesus to die for all mankind that we may be brought back to you in right relationship with you just like in the beginning when you started with adam i thank you lord god that we have all those that have that have made you lord and savior and are born again are back in the garden of eden before the fall pre-fall and we have the ability to do all things which is talk to our circumstances and situations and they must change not they might change not they are going to change they must change because we speak the word of god to our situations we receive the word into our heart and then we speak it out of our mouth and it goes to correct and uh, situate and correct things in our lives. And Lord God, I thank you for it. I thank you for every fivefold ministry gift. Lord God, I thank you for those generals of your of the faith who teach, preach and instruct us in righteousness, Lord God, in holiness, in spiritual excellence, in consecration, in separation. Lord God, and those who keep us to re- reminded to trim our light for you, Lord God, I thank you for them in the mighty and mighty name of Jesus. Add a blessing to them, Lord God. Multiply all the seeds that they've sown into our lives, Lord God. Press down, shake it together, running it over, give it back to them the hundredfold on all that they've sown, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Every last minister of the gospel in Jesus name. Lord God, and I thank you for the unbelieving world. That there are opportunity to witness to them about the goodness of our Lord Jesus Christ. And that they may see you in us, Lord God. And that, they, that we might be a shining light in a dark and dying world. That they may see the light and see your goodness and come to find out what must they do to be saved, Lord God. I'm thanking you for it in the mighty and maxless name of Jesus. Also, thank you for all my listeners, all that will listen, and all that will listen in the future. I thank you, Lord God, that you're adding, you're taking this seed, you're taking this word that I'm going to speak by the Holy Spirit tonight, and you're you're putting it in, hiding it in their heart, and helping them to bring forth some thirty, some sixty, some one hundred fold, Lord God. And you're showing them how to grow up in in the word that we're that's being preached in the name of Jesus. And I thank you for the opportunity, Lord God. In Jesus mighty and Max's name. Amen. Amen. So okay, point two. How do we enter through prayer? And for the uh, one of our first scriptures, we're gonna go to Matthew 6, 9 through 13. And let's go there and read. Say amen when you get there. And when I get there, I'll say amen. A little too far, amen. We just about there. Matthew six. 9 to 13 we're just about there. Oh, I got it. okay we're there Matthew 6 9 to 13 in this manner therefore pray our Father in heaven hallowed be your name your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debt as we forgive our debtors, and do not lead us in tempti- and do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. This is the Lord's prayer, and it was the disciples told asked Jesus to teach them how to pray. So God get, let them in and taught them how to pray. And so the disciples were wondering, like Lord, how do we pray? How do we pray to God? You know, how do we? Um, get results how do we pray so that god will hear us and in this verse g in this passage of verses jesus is teaching his disciples how to pray to get results before they were born again and he was teaching them how to contact the realm of god and get god's attention and get a response from god amen now we got another one we got in the Old Testament we got let's go to 2nd Chronicles this is one of my this is my favorite scripture because it's power in there. 2nd Chronicles 714 when you get there say amen 2nd Chronicles 714 just about there okay and this says if my people are called if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will heal, I will hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sins, and heal their land, so that's a lot to dissect, that's why I wanted to go to here next, instead of the, the, in the order I had them written down, so let's dissect it, let's go back, let's look at the prerequisites, he said, if my people, so those who are born again, who are called by my name, tells you that they must be born again, will humble themselves, how do they humble themselves, and turn from their wicked ways. So turn from your ways of doing things, and turn to God's ways of doing things. Then uh, wicked ways will will turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven. So when you turn from your wicked ways of doing things, and turn and embrace God's ways of doing things according to the written word, God promises that He will hear from heaven. He will forgive your sins and heal your land. So. A lot of what we say in the body of Christ is like you know Lord we need this we need the revival but the Bible just told us that if his people his children will turn will humble themselves and pray turn from their wicked ways of doing things contrary to the word and turn back to the word doing things the Word's way then God will hear us from heaven forgive us our sins and heal our land so There should be a great outpour of prayer before the healing of the land. Because God just said here, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Well, the the Bible, the word of God, the Bible says, uh, in, in the beginning, in John 1, 1, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So if you want to seek God's face, it's right here in the word. So what he was saying is, if my people will turn from their wicked ways of doing things, allow my ways of doing things. He said in another scripture, he said, my ways are not your ways, for as the heavens are above uh, as the heavens are far above the earth, so are my ways high above your ways, and my thoughts above your thoughts. So we have the thoughts and the ways of Jesus right here. If we will turn from our ra- ways, our wicked ways, and embrace his way of doing things as believers, not as uh, unbelievers, because people, a lot of Christian brothers are like, well, yeah, they need to, what about that? this is talking to believers. If you're not a believer, this does not apply to you yet. When you become a believer, then yes, this applies to you. But this applies to believers. I'm talking to the body of Christ right now. If we turn from our wicked ways, the Bible just said it, 2 Chronicles 7, 14. If we turn from our wicked ways, seek his way of doing things, and pray that God will hear from heaven. Forgive us of our sins. And heal our land. is as simple as reading and applying what you just read. It's that simple. But we make it difficult. Well, Lord, uh, I don't know if that's going to work for me. It doesn't matter who. The Bible later says that God is not partial. He just shows no partiality. So it's not just for the pastors to pray. It's not just for the deacon and the usher board to pray. It's not just for. This is for the complete body of Christ to pray. Turn from their wicked ways. Heed God's word. He'll hear us from heaven. He promised that if we turn from our ways, heed the word and pray that he'll hear from heaven. Forgive us of our sins and heal the land. That's a promise, that's a surefire promise that you can take to the bank and bank on. It's more sure than the air that you breathe. It's more sure than the breath that's in your lungs. It's more sure than the ground that you walk on. It's more sure than your hand in front of your face. It's more sure than the nose on your your face. It's more sure than the words that we speak, the words that I'm speaking. It's more sure than any other thing. The Bible is called the more sure word of God. God said it. Not Willie. Really, not chosen king. Willie. Really not this person. Not the, your favorite pastor. Not anyone else. This is God talking to His people. You have to settle that once and for all, or otherwise you're going to be able. You're going to be easily um, deceived and able to be turned away from this. This is God speaking to the body of Christ. If we. Do heed this one scripture. Just this one. The promise says that he'll. Turn. He'll forgive us our sins. And heal our land. The land is not being healed. Because believers. A lot of us are not doing. 2nd Chronicles 7.14. Mm, mm, mm. It's just that simple. Now I've spent some time on this point. uh, On this set of scriptures. Let's go to another scripture and see what it says. Let's go to Philippians 4, 6-7. Amen? Amen. <clears throat> That's my scripture. I stand on 2 Chronicles, man. Second, uh, Philippians, I'm about to say 2 Chronicles again. 4, 6-7 and it reads be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to god and the peace of god which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through christ jesus okay now philippians just broke down second chronicles 7:14 uh, by saying don't be anxious for anything but in everything but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known unto God and the peace of God. So basically it's saying the same thing, but it's more expounded upon here. So we're supposed to make our requests known to God. Not to people, not to men, but to God. It don't say make your request known to people. It says make our request known unto God. Because he's going to do it. Not man, God is going to do it. He's going to do it let's that that's just showing you let's go to another scripture let's see it from first Timothy 2, 4, 2 1 through four let's go there amen God ah, this is getting good ah this this is getting real good this is blessing me amen first Timothy 2 one through four. Therefore I exalt first of all that supplication prayers intercession and giving of thanks be made for all men Listen to that. He called prayer supplication. He called prayer intercession and he called prayer giving of thanks be made for all men For that's what he called prayer. He said prayer in there too, but it's all listed because it's supplication then prayer So supplication and prayer must be just about or it must be the same thing must be the same thing because it's a supplication prayer, intercession. We know intercession is always dealing with prayer and giving of thanks and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and all who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all goodness and reverence. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge uh, and come to the knowledge of the truth. That is what it's all about He'll forgive the sins Of our land And heal our land But I believe also That he'll he'll hear our prayers For those To get born again Family, lost loved ones uh, Lost those who are not In the body of Christ Those who are not yet born again He'll hear our, our cry out for them For their salvation He'll hear that and work with the word preached that we, uh, as we went out and witnessed to people, and use that and get them born again. God will do it. We don't have confidence in the flesh. Paul said, "No good thing resides in the flesh." So we don't put confidence in our own ability to get the job done, but we put all our faith, our confidence, and our hope. The Bible says, that "God is our living hope. He's the living hope for all believers." Because he got up, we can get up from every situation, every circumstance. Every trying thing. The Bible says in Isaiah 53 and 5, I was just meditating it this morning. And let me give you, uh, let me give you a segue into something. I, I was dealing, when I got up this morning, I was dealing with uh, some symptoms in my body. And I was like, Lord, you know, I don't feel too good. And the Spirit of God told me. Meditate Isaiah 53 and 5. So I got my uh, got on my phone, cause I got my Bible app on there. Got on my phone, went to my Bible app, went to Isaiah 53 and 5, and just kept reading and it. it kept reading and it. it kept reading and it. it kept reading and kept confessing Isaiah 53 and 5. Um, with his stripes I was healed and made whole. He took uh, he, the the chastisement of my peace was upon him, and with his stripes I'm healed and made whole. And I kept repeating it and kept repeating it and kept repeating it. And before you know, not even it wasn't even five minutes of meditating that scripture before those symptoms completely lifted, and I was well again. But what was the devil trying to do? See what I would tolerate, so he know what he can, how much he can put on me. So that's what happens with us. And I know this is applying, and this is for someone. Don't toler- don't tolerate the curse, not even a little bit. You have been redeemed from the curse if you are a Christ believer. Walk in the light that God has provided for you. Isaiah 53 and 5 says, He bore, uh, let's go there. I'm, a, I'm not going to even 1st Let's go to Isaiah 53 verse 5. And let me show you what I meditated this morning. It's going to bless you because it blessed me. Isaiah 53 verse 5. It says, but he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. It's talking about Jesus. The chastisement for our peace was upon Jesus. And by his stripes, Jesus' stripes, we are healed and made whole. Let me read it out of a different translation. The Bible says healed right there. I said made whole because healed is from the Greek word, that, that word there. If I'm not mistaken, is where we get the word shalom, which it means nothing missing, nothing lacking. Let's read it out of the Amplified. It says, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our guilt and iniquities. The chastisement needful to obtain peace and well-being for us was upon him. And with the stripes that wounded him, we are healed and made whole. That's what I had to to, uh, wage a good warfare with this morning. Paul told Timothy, uh, stir up the gift of God and basically wage a good warfare by the scriptures. The holy scriptures. Wage a good warfare. Fight the good fight of faith. Run the race of faith. Why? Because the devil will not relent until he can try to get you to agree to something. I remember, years ago not too long ago maybe a couple of years back um I was praying talking to God and the Holy Spirit came came to me in a still small voice and said this in my spirit man he, in the inside he said you know the devil can't do anything unless he gets you to sign on a dotted line or co-sign basically or sign in agreement to what he brings so he can never get you to just be sick to uh in lack or anything else hallelujah i see it holy spirit i thank you for bringing this up but he can't get you to experience these things as a born-again believer unless he can get you to agree to what he he brings so what he'll do a lot of times the enemy will do he'll bring sickness and see if you'll agree well i'm just sick oh uh, he got your verbal your your words to line up with what he he's putting on you. So there's back in the day in the time of kings, there was always this saying amongst great kings and amongst kings, my word, so let it be written, so let it be done. What it was saying in so many words is, as it's written, so let it be done. So when a king gave his word, he couldn't go back on it. When you look in the Bible, when it says Herod the Ter- Tetrarch, or Here, I think it's Herod the Great. At the time of John the Baptist, when um, Heronius' uh, daughter had danced for him and pleased him, the Bible says he gave her her word up to whatever she wanted, up to half of his kingdom, he would give her. So she went out and asked her mother what what should she ask for. And her mother, who uh, John the Baptist had preached against her and Herod's uh, 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 adulterous relationship because... She was married to Herod's brother Philip, I think his name was, or something like that. And he was with his brother's wife, and John the Baptist had told him, you're not supposed to have that. So Herod wanted to kill him, and she wanted to kill him. But Herod feared killing him, the scripture says, because he knew that everybody revered John the Baptist as a prophet, so he locked him up. So when an astute or a, a more eventful time came around, when she danced for him and pleased him, Herod said to her, he'll give her whatever she asked for. And so he gave her his word. And when she came back from her mother with the, the answer and said, give me right here on the pl- a platter or on a charger, which is a platter. John, The head of John the Baptist, the Bible says he didn't want to do it, so to speak. But because of his oath sake or because he gave his word, he could not go back especially in front of all his friends and those who, who uh his, com- his compadres who would have looked down on him as get, being, not being a man of his word and lacking integrity in front of them so for his word's sake he would have had john the baptist uh head cut, cut off and brought to her on the charger and she took it and presented it to her mother well all of that was to say this where well, the word of the king was if the king gave a word his word was his bond or his word was his signature that's what it means with bond because what they used to do is they used to have signet rings and whenever you see that king's signet ring uh stamped on something that means that that was the king's official signature and signing off on whatever was happening so the king had gave permission for this to happen or the king's giving permission for this to happen good or bad so what the holy spirit was saying to me in essence. In that that scenario, that let's go back to the scenario. What he was saying to me in that es- in essence was this: the devil can't bring anything on you as a believer that you don't verbally sign the, the on a dotted line for whether it's poverty, sickness, uh, disaster, whatever it is. You have to say something in agreement to what he is bringing and presenting to you in order for him to have legal right. And you giving him legal right as a believer to bring about your demise because you won't uh, take the word of God and cast down thoughts and imaginations that he's sending to your mind. Or you gonna die. I should live and not die and declare the, the work. Or you uh, I should live and not die and declare the, the works of the Lord. Or you gonna lack. My God should supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. Or you're going to go through this situation, it ain't going to turn out. All things work together for the good for those who love the Lord. If you don't start meditating the word, believer, and I'm taking this side note because it's important and I feel impressed to say this. Believer, to all my brothers and sisters in Christ, believers, if you don't start taking the word of God and waging a good warfare by speaking to those thoughts and bringing them into subjection to the word of God, and stop letting them exalt themselves Highly in your mind above the word of God Then guess what You're going to have You're going to stay in lack You're going to stay defeated You're going to stay under the curse When that's not God's best for you You're going to stay uh, in low level thinking Low level how, Low level everything Why? And there's nothing wrong with low level if that's where you want to be That's just not where I want to be I want what God brought for me with, According to Isaiah 53 and 5 It says he was wounded for these things So why would I let them, basically, if I don't accept all that Jesus has done for me, that means Jesus paid the ultimate price for all mankind for me to sit back and say, oh, well, Lord, I'm okay with that. To me, that's blasphemous. To me, and when I mean blasphemous, this is what I mean. To surely see that he suffered such a great and horrific Beating, tortured, potentially raped, and a lot of other horrible, unimaginable things happening to him, all so that I could live a life in Christ while I like no good thing, but I'm okay with lacking my finances, I'm okay with lacking my health, I'm okay with lacking my relationships, I'm okay with lacking socially, I'm okay with lacking in any area that Jesus had had to, to endure uh, humiliating, degrading, gut-riching, torture, and abuse at the hands of ungodly men. All in order to secure me never lacking, and I, I'm okay with that. To me, that's blasphemy, and it may not be what the word, the definition of blasphemy, is, but to me, that, that's 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 a lot of things. That's low, man. That's real low living. That's that's you you who who Jesus, thank you, Lord. That's low because He suffered greatly to get it to you. <clears throat> He suffered. Suffered at the hands of ungodly men. So that you could be whole. That you could be blessed. So you could be healed. So that you would be physically, mentally, emotionally, financially, and socially secure in everything. Sealed. And protected. Provided for. Well taken care of. All for you to say Well Lord this is enough How dare you Yes and I said it How dare you That's why It's impossible to please God without faith Cause this man God sent His only son To experience Tremendous Humiliation Beating torture, potential rape, spit on, had his beard torn off, uh, had his skin ripped off um, with the cat of nine tails, uh, whipped and bloodied beyond recognition, the people that said that they seen it, and it was written down in the Jewish history books, said that he didn't even look like a man, they said that he looked like a skint dog being hung on a cross, and he went through all of that. The crown of thorns in his head. Stripped two times in front of a group of men, that, that sounds suspect to me. So that's where I get he's potentially raped. Why are you stripping another man in front of him? That's that's suspect to me. Anyways, all of that to say this, he suffered believers for us like that. All in order to get these precious promises to get you the word. Born in his blood. He died to get it to you. Just to show you his love. He said I love you this much. And stretched out his arms and died. Gave up the ghost. That you might receive all that he was. He traded places with you. He took your sin and gave you his righteousness. And all that pertains to his righteousness. He wasn't sick. He wasn't poor. He didn't lack any good thing. He had... Communication with the Father, He had the presence, He had all those things. And He robbed Himself of all of that and took on your sin and gave you all that He had in order to fulfill God's heart's desire to win man back. I think that's the best place to close today. And as we close today, if you don't know Jesus Christ and you want to make him the Lord, Lord and Savior of li- of your life, I want to pray for you. Father God, I thank you for those who listened to the end of this podcast. I thank you, Lord, the God that they have a heart that is ready to hear what you will say to them, and they'll take and they'll take in the words that were spoken today on this podcast, and the you'll work with the word that was preached unto them. And Holy Spirit, you will go and convince them of their sin and their need of a Savior. And you will take and correct and convince and find them guilty under the law so that they may receive the righteousness of God through the new birth. And I just give you honor and glory for it in the name of Jesus, Lord God. I thank you for it in Jesus name. Amen. And I also want to pray us out as we leave. Lord, Father, God, thank you for another great podcast, another great time in the Word. As we completed point two, prayer, how prayer brings us into the presence of God, Lord God. I thank you for the Word of God. I thank you for this time with these beautiful believers and these beautiful listeners. I ask you to bless and add to what they heard and take the Word, Holy Spirit, it help it grow in their hearts that they may bring forth fruit, some 30, some 60, some 100 fold in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus Christ. I pray. Amen. Listen, again, before we leave out of here, the last thing I want to say is once again, guys, do me a favor. Go to YouTube, go to Trumpet call broadcast, subscribe and help us reach our 100 member goal. Amen. I ask you that. And until next time, and we'll be doing part three the word of god how the word of god helps us enter into the presence of god until then be blessed love you guys talk to you soon peace